All right, what's going on, y'all? Domcast. <laughs> Domcast episode seven. Dude, last episode was so fun. We're going to have Jordan back on again. And we're going to have uh, Bobby as well. I'm working on getting a third microphone set up. And once we get that going, once we get that going, we'll be rolling, kids. We'll be rolling. I, th- I think four microphones at once is going to be too much, but I think we can probably swing three. Anyways, it was a great episode. It was fun hearing those stories. That porn and chicken, man. If you still haven't listened to episode six, Jordan Berlinga telling us stories about touring with Hydromelody and some of the things he saw. Chicago's got some. That's all I'm going to say. Chi Town, stay fucking. Hey, they say Austin. Keep Austin weird. Well. Keep Chicago freaky as all get out. I'll say that. Now, this episode, I'm in the mood. I want to talk about some football. It's the end of July, and people are going to start getting invitations, invites, evites to your fantasy football league. Are you the commissioner? Is it your first year? Uh, is it a eight-man, ten-man, twelve-man league? PPR. We'll get to some of these questions today. And when I talk about football, I would like to talk more on the fantasy aspect of it. Now, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you who I think is gonna be the division leader. I'm gonna go through the NFC and the AFC. We're gonna go through each division. And I'm gonna tell you who I think is gonna take it and why. And I and I got this pulled up over here. Uh but I want to talk about fantasy right now. So the most explosive teams this year, I'm going to tell you my bandwagon. I'm, I'm going to be, I already am the biggest bandwagon Rams fan. Never a fan of them. I didn't give a shit about them when they were in L.A. Usually not a fan of L.A. teams in general. But uh, I did watch a, I watched him with Kurt Warner growing up. I think I remember watching Kurt Warner break his thumb and still win a Super Bowl. It was amazing. So I never disliked the Rams, but them, what everything that the, getting rid of Jeff Fisher, great, great. I feel bad for the guy. I used to make fun of him, and then I watched. It's on that Amazon Prime, uh, blah 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 blah. The Last Man Only, whatever. Pride and Glory. I don't know what it's called. It's not uh, thirty for thirty. Not even a thirty for thirty. All for nothing. All or nothing. There you go. Ah, wow. It only took 25 minutes. Uh, all or nothing. And I watched the Rams and I felt bad for him. And Casey Keenum, man. But that guy's somehow going to start every year on a team. I don't know how. But I am so excited to watch this team. Defense is amazing. Aaron Donald, quite possibly the, the best player in the entire league. You got Marcus Peters out there in the secondary. Uh, I believe you have Tlaib now as well. You have uh, you have this guy named Todd Gurley, Todd Gurley, running back, bro, so explosive, can catch the ball as well. It's gonna be, I think I have a bet for a, a bottle of wild turkey on Todd Gurley or Saquon Barkley, who, if anyone knows shit about Saquon, I'm telling you, he's going to a team who has addressed their offensive line, has not had a thousand yard rusher. And I don't know how long. I think I think the only team that hasn't had a thousand yard rusher longer has been the Detroit Lions. Gagunk. We'll get there later. We'll get there later. Talk about 
a backfield of nothing. Last time the Lions had someone decent in the backfield. This is in, I'm not talking legends, but Joik Bell. Does he even remember that name? No? I don't blame you. Okay, so I think L.A., you got Jared Goff, Cooper Cup, Brandon Cooks is out there now in a Sean McVay offense. Um, I'm bandwagon. I'm all the way. I'm all the way. Now, that division is becoming a lot more fun to watch now. So you got 49ers, Cardinals, Seahawks, Rams, okay? NFC West. Uh, used to be trash watching this division, but I'm telling you now, we've got the handsome, the Paisan, the Paisan from uh, Foxborough, straight out of Foxborough, living in Frisco now, Jimmy Garoppolo, technically undefeated, technically has not ever played a full season as well. Uh, I know he's taken so much from Tom Brady, though. I've watched, like, back-to-back videos of Brady in the huddle and Garoppolo in the huddle, and Garoppolo is just, like, he's just miming him every single thing he does. So this is the Seahawks, though, they have lost their way. Uh, the Legion of Boom is absolutely nothing now. Sorry, Seahawk fans. If you're playing fantasy, I would still trust... Uh, Doug Baldwin, I would love to have Baldwin. And then I guess you'd, <laughs> there's so many great quarterbacks. You could probably get Jared Goff round 11, round 12. But, I mean, you could still get Russell Wilson pretty cheap. And the fact that no one on that team can run besides him, you got a double threat. You got the rushing touchdown threat. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip through this one. Uh, and I'm going to go bandwagon. Cardinals, they, they're they finding their identity. Is Larry Fitzgerald going to play again? Yes. Is he going to get 1,000 yards? Probably not. Is he still going to be in the slot? Yes. Is David Johnson still going to... Is he going to be a threat this year? Yes. Is that going to keep... Uh, is that going to keep old Larry Fitzgerald... Uh, is he going to be able to break open when they double coverage David Johnson? Yes. Am I going to draft Larry Fitzgerald? Yes. Get him for pennies on the dollar. Ah, oh, sweet Jesus. No. Stop calling me. All right. Sorry, guys. These fucking chachis, you know? You know? These chachis, you know? So am I going to take them? Yes. Uh, I'm giving the whole division, though, to the Rams. I don't think there's anyone else. There's no other team. Cardinals, they're gonna they're, they're going through an identity crisis. Seahawks, I, I don't know. I don't know what that team's doing. I think they're trying to be social justice warriors, to be honest with you. Um, why, I have no clue. Listen to, listen to that speech the coach gave. Go go listen to Pete Carroll try to change your life. Okay? All lives matter, Pete Carroll. Dude, go run for go run for office if you want to. Start. This is the NFL. Okay. This is the NFL. Just on that alone, 
I'm taking Seahawks out. You know what? I'm not even drafting a single one of them. All right. We're giving the NFC West to the Rams and Sean McVay. Okay? Want to stick in the NFC? You want to stick in the NFC? No, let's say fantasy options. Uh, you can reach Garoppolo late. Jared Goff, you can get late. Uh, Yeah, Gurley, he's in the conversation for top three. Okay, he's going first round top three for sure. My problem is I got a feeling in my bones. I have a feeling in my bones he's going to hurt himself. I don't wish that upon anyone, but I have a feeling in my bones. And look at that. You got Cardinals, too, in the division. So NFC West, yeah, David Johnson's also going up there. You know who I want, though, in my top? I'm going to go to the NFC East. This is where I think the NFC East Saquon Barkley Giants, Ezekiel Elliott. Heard of that guy? Both these guys, physical specimens like none other. Now, if I'm taking anyone first round, my running back, and I usually I don't like to draft Cowboys, but I'm going Zeke. There's no way in hell I'm going any other running back. Le'Veon Bell, sorry. David Johnson, nah. Gurley? Cool, you're probably gonna you're gonna hurt yourself. That suspension last year was probably one of the best things that's ever happened to Ezekiel Elliott in his professional career. Okay, he needed that. He did a lot of self reflection. He came back an animal, and he's rested. Okay, Z and and they have no wide receivers. You think? Hearns is going to save you? You think Ter- Terrence Williams is going to save you? You think Cole Beasley? Cole Beasley, he'll be like floating on that door at the end of Titanic. And you're sitting there in the water. Instead of just rolling over and giving you some room to lay on the door, Cole Beasley just lets you slip away, dude. That's what's going on in Dallas. You want to watch another team go 8-8? Eight and eight? And, and continue to watch Jason Garrett coach them? How, what job, what other job can you have a record like that and still be employed? I don't even think they would, I mean, if you were the manager of the deli at HEB, you would have been fired three seasons ago. I, you Jerry Jones's pet? NFC East, Eagles, yes, champions, Redskins, Giants, Cowboys. This is going to be a tough division always, but it's going to be fun. Because back in the day, a lot of these teams were trash, but these are going to be some great matchups. Um, I, I got to give the division to the Eagles. Doug Peterson, the Eagles. Uh, so NFC East, Eagles, sorry boys, Giants, are going to have, as long as Eli stays healthy, okay, as long as Odell stays healthy, it's over. It's over. Um, They'll beat the Cowboys again, opening game. Redskins, sorry. They still find in their identity. They had a lot of things switching. They, they're projected to be a great team, though, but I don't want any part of them in fantasy nor real life. So, Eagles, Taking the NFC East. Okay, now let's move on to... Actually, let's save that division. Let's go NFC South, okay? I'm a Saints fan. 
Saints had the opportunity to take the NFC. Uh, God, that was that was such a hard game to watch. Just watching someone blow coverage like that. But uh, this Saints, Buccaneers, Panthers, Falcons. Falcons, I don't want any part of them. Not even in fantasy. Sorry, Julio Jones. Julio is not even a top five wide receiver for me. He's one of those guys that will get you three points one week and then 25 the other. He either gets three. He's a big playmaker. He's Yes, he's still tall. He's not as fast as he used to be. I really don't want anything to do with Julio. I really don't. Uh, but if I'm in one of those positions, yeah, I'm going to take him over. Tyler Lockett, you know, whatever. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't see a Ford Atlanta this year. I'm just want to... The Saints are going to take this division. It's that easy. Buccaneers, if Jameis Winston wasn't a dumbass, would have had a great... But they have a very hard schedule. They can play like the Steelers. The, I mean, they have a... First four games are really hard. They're going to start off 0-4. I don't... The Bucks might finish 8-8. Eight and eight. But, um, but the Saints are taking this division all day, every day. Cam... Cam... if. He's not acting like it, but if you watch the last two seasons, this guy's been his O line. I hate him. Apparently, his O line just absolutely hates him. <laughs> so, Saints are taking the NFC South now. NFC North. This is where my my Super Bowl pick. Okay, this is not. This team is going to take the entire NFC, and I'm talking about. The Green Bay Packers, kids. Yes. The baddest man on earth, Aaron Rodgers. He's going to stay healthy, and he is going to destroy. Lambeau is going to be like the Coliseum, and you're going to be shaking in your boots and pissing your pants, especially come December when all this shit matters. Okay? And that bad man over there, Aaron Rodgers is going to teach you chachis how to play the game of football. Okay? Devontae Adams. Done, son. Oh, you ever heard of this? Hey, hey, you ever heard of this tight end called Jimmy Graham? Yeah, you know what? Sean Payton, Sean Payton, he knew how to utilize him in the Saints offense. And then you go to Pete Carroll, and he's making you cross your legs, crisscross applesauce, sit around a fire, and tell feel-good stories instead of coach football. Huh? God. My hate for the Seahawks right now. I don't even know what's going on. with. Okay, so you're going to have Aaron Rodgers to Jimmy Graham. What's a better couple besides peanut butter and jelly? Uh, Tom Brady to Gronk. This is going to be that beautiful. This was Greg Olson when he was healthy. Cam Newton to Olson. Okay. Jimmy Graham, if you're going to reach for a tight end in fantasy and you can't get Gronk, I'm taking Graham over Kyle Rudolph and Travis Kelsey. Mark my words. Lions, they'll have a better year. Bears, now, the, the one thing I want everyone 
that if you're a Bears fan, sorry, it is what it is. But if you're in fantasy, keep your ears out for Tariq Cohen. Okay? That guy does it all. Switch army knife of a player. Punt returns. Line him up in the slot. Running back. I bet the guy could play football as well. Tennis. Putt-putt. Ping-pong. Beer-pong. Sudoku. Tariq Cohen does it all. It's not going to be enough, though, to get the Bears anywhere in the NFC North. Packers are going to take this. They're going to take it all. So, it's going to come down to it. Uh, I would love to see Packers-Saints. That would be my dream NFC title right there. Packers-Saints. Um, the thing with the Saints, Mark Ingram being suspended in the beginning. And a lot of y'all who had Drew Brees last year, he didn't screw you over completely in fantasy. And you got to just be happy for the team. They actually had a run game. And they had a two-headed dragon. You had Kamara and you had Ingram. You had that wide-body heavy hitter. And then you had the explosive young rookie who could catch balls. I mean, it wasn't forcing Breeze to, like, throw the bombs that we all wanted. And I could see Mark Ingram being suspended for the first four games or whatever his suspension is, is not really good. It's it's not going to boost Drew Breeze's numbers. He's falling into that slot. He's breaking all the records he's ever wanted to break. Sean Payton's giving him a... He's giving more of a break now. I'd rather have Michael Thomas. If I'm going to draft a Saint, it's going to be Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas is going to have upside every single week. Probably going to be the red zone threat. Um, I'd take Michael Thomas. I think they also got Moncrief on there. Line him up on the right. You're going to have someone on Kamara. You're going to have maybe two people on Michael Thomas. Moncrief might be... He might be a valuable option. He might be a streamer. But yeah, I'm taking Packers. Packers Saints would be the dream. And then uh, Packers are going to go. All, they're, they're taking it. Now, AFC. Let's see. Let's see uh, AFC West. Chiefs, Chargers, Raiders, Broncos. Okay. This entire. This. I don't know if I'm ever going to watch any of these games. I love the Raiders. Don't get me wrong, big John Gruden fan, but you know, Gruden, he's he's too old. Just, the Raiders are going to become the retirement community team. Jordy Nelson's already, you know, Jordy Nelson's already got a little penthouse in Vegas. You know, he's going to show up when he wants to. Chargers can be explosive. I really don't even want to pick anyone. If I'm if I'm going to go with a team, it's going to be the Chiefs. Broncos, dear Lord, I feel so bad for Broncos fans because you had such an amazing defense for the last couple of years and you completely wasted it. I'm so, and I just feel bad. I really do like the franchise. I really do. John Elway, you know, so many great childhood memories watching Bronco games. My neighbor, uh, growing up, his dad was a huge Broncos fan. And, you know, it It was just, he has a lot of culture, just a great team. A lot of friends of mine are Broncos fans, and it just sucks to see that the front office has their head completely up their ass, even more so than the Browns. 
Marshawn, you know, got to love the player. So, you know, if I got to pick one, statistically, Chiefs are going to take the AFC West. If Kareem Hunt and Tyree kill, <laughs> goodbye. No one's faster. No one can catch the kid. My thing is, they free fell for like six games straight. Like, how, you open up last year against the Patriots, I believe. You blow them out the water. You got this rookie tandem just killing it in Kareem Hunt and Tyree Kill. And then you just go into a free fall. It was like six games straight of just getting blown out. Uh, I don't know what was going on. And uh, as long as they can avoid that, yeah, they're 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 taking this. Broncos fans, <laughs> you know, one of my favorite things about last year too was, uh, homeboy, what the the one guy he he keeps getting paid. What the fuck is his name? Played in Houston. He even played a couple games last year in Denver. Oh my gosh, how can I not remember his name? Let me let me find this real quick. This guy cracks me the fuck up. Hey, what's up? I had the slowest internet. Actually, I had the fastest internet when I had uh, AT&T. I don't know if I told you. I canceled my AT&T internet finally. And I got I got on the Spectrum game, dude. And you know what? $14 a month. From $64 a month to $14 a month. You know how much money I'm saving right now? It's an, It's insanity. Let me see. Broncos... Uh, let's see, uh, I guess just roster, let's see, if you still have this guy on the roster, I'm not, I'm gonna lose my mind, Paxton Lynch, no, another, other quarterback, Casey Keenum is, okay, so get Casey Keenum, Chad, who the, who the hell is Chad Kelly, no clue, oh, dude, who, come on, dude, it's the guy who keeps getting paid, Brock the Rock Osweiler. That's dude. Who the who in God's name keeps paying Brock Osweiler? Who gives that guy has got the best agent in the NFL. This guy is making crazy money, guaranteed money off these contracts he's signing, and he's playing below average, to say the least. And uh Look at him. Even started a mile high. And even got some more guaranteed money. Ridiculous. Shout out to Brock. The Rock. He's making money like The Rock. Osweiler. Uh, shout out to your agent, bro. You, in in a world, in a business so tough as the NFL, you found the golden ticket in your agent. Whoever your agent is, God bless him and his family. I don't know what your... Uh, you're probably you got the luck of the Irish Osweiler. What is that? Eastern European Osweiler. Well, let's take that. Let's take that when he was starting Texan. So look, okay, we're AFC West. We're we're going with Chiefs. Statistically, we're going Chiefs. I'm going Chiefs. I'm putting my money on that one. Now let's move to the AFC South. Uh Titans, Colts, Texans, Jags. There's not much I want to say about this. Texans, 
are going to have a better year. Deshaun Watson, I watched the guy throw six touchdowns. If I'm if I'm looking at a fantasy aspect, I want Deshaun Watson, and I think I could get him for a good price. I could probably get him. I think he's going probably fifty. He's going about fifth or sixth round. But if this guy is playing the way he did last year, I think the duo of DeAndre Hopkins and Deshaun Watson is the, is your money maker. If you can get DeAndre Hopkins early, because you're going to have to, you're not going to have an option. He's going top five wide receiver. If you get him early, hold your second QB spot open for Watson. Unless there's a diehard fan that's going to like try to reach too early, try to get them. And then when you get those beautiful matchups, uh, when they play like the Dolphins or something, you you start them both and you just double up. And you double up. I would stream them. I would stream them just for when Houston has great matchups. Or like division matchups when they're... Um, they're playing the Colts, you know, like that's a great matchup to have Hopkins and Deshaun together. Start them both. Um, Jags, though, I love how Blake Bortles played one of his greatest games in the UK. Because, you know, like every year they go across to the pond and they play for a bunch of the English. You know how popular Madden is in England and then compared to how popular FIFA is in the US? It's insanity. It's insanity. But Blake Bortles played a game of his life there, and there are children in the UK who probably think Blake Bortles is the baddest man alive. Okay? He's not, though. Sorry. Uh, Really don't want anything to do with any of these teams in fantasy. Maybe the Jaguars' defense would be nice. Jalen Ramsey... You're an animal. You're a monster. Uh, I say Jaguars. I say Jaguars are going to take the AFC South. Um, I have to. I'm going to have to give it to them. Now, next, we're going to the AFC North where I love the rivalries. Okay. Steelers, Ravens, Bengals, Browns. These are those games that you just you want to watch. Whether you hate the teams, you love the teams. All these games are just great. Now, Browns on paper. How what you you they've won one game in three seasons. I might be wrong. Let me think about this. Yes, I believe you've they've won one game in three seasons. Unreal how statistically you can't be that bad, but somehow they are. But when I look at this roster, I am all about it. Hold up, we got, I got like the neighbors moving in. Hold up, hold up, hold up, guys. Because I don't know my my neighbor, my next door neighbor. Someone moved out. Um, a very very weird lady. I don't know. She's gone now. She doesn't know who the fuck I am. So I could t- you know, I'll talk to her. I'll talk about it. But she, she, I guess, was going through a divorce. She had like two kids. She, a dog was always yelling at her kids. Right, larger white lady. Right. Um, her, the one thing though, I could not stand was her license plate said, I coach you. Ah, ah, gagunk. How about you coach yourself? Cause your priorities 
did not look like they were in line there, my friend. Okay? The only coach you are are middle school. Uh, you're, you're, you're the female middle school PE coach. Okay? You know what? Maybe you work. God bless you. You're doing God's work. It's Lord knows I could not deal with those kids. Okay? Couldn't. All right, we're going back to Browns, Bengals, Ravens, Steelers, okay? Oh, yeah, and that was the neighbors. Got new neighbors, guys, so they were cool. Uh, I guess him and his girlfriend seem like uh, my age. Um, guy looks like maybe he liked to throw down a couple of brewskis. Like good neighbors do. Like State Farm, because they're always there for you. Now, Steelers, one of my favorite players in the league right now. Uh, as a fantasy option, I'm, I mean, I take him over like Marvin Jones, but Juju Smith Schuster, Juju Smith Schuster, love Juju Smith Schuster, like the Steelers this year. Big Ben Roethlisberger though, don't know how many more Percocets and Miller Lights that guy's got to crush to keep walking out on that field. And then they draft another quarterback, and he he gets pissed. Dude, you've been saying you're going to retire for like the last four seasons. Don't get pissed when they get a backup for you. Okay? But yeah, of course, Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown. But I am more excited about Juju Smith-Schuster than the other two. Of course, Le'Veon, I would love to have him if you're... He's going top five. Antonio Brown's top five wide receivers. Need we say more? Ravens, you really, what? What did you do besides trying to trick people in that you're going to do double quarterback sets, dude? Come on. Eh, eh, eh. I really don't want anything. To, yeah, Michael Crabtree, I think. He left Oakland, went over there. I don't want anything to do with that team. Near with the Bengals. But the Browns, Baker Mayfield. Josh Gordon, Jarvis Landry. I mean, it's like how many times on paper can this look th- that great? I mean, I want if if they do not win another, if they don't win at least three games this year, you ha- that front office needs a complete overhaul. You just have to. The closest is going to be Ravens Steelers in the in in the AFC North for sure. I'm going to have to give it to the Steelers, though. Um, that's just the most complete team that knows their identity. The Bengals still don't know what they're doing. And then we get to, my friends, the AFC East, which, of course, sorry, I it's the Patriots. The Jets are actually going to have a decent season. Um, the Bills, uh, LaShawn McCoy, did you? Like, those allegations are horrible, man. And I... You really, I mean, I've heard things that he got this set up, that he paid, like basically paid someone, beat the shit out of his girlfriend. He beat his dog till he got kidney failure, beat his child, was using PEDs. Let me ask you something. You rush over a 1,000 yards. You're one of the all-time rushers per season. How do you not get caught taking PEDs? You're getting drug tested constantly. You weren't even in the same state when your girlfriend claimed to get beaten up. I don't know what's going on. If if all these allegations are true, you're a piece of shit. And not only will you ever play in the gridiron again, you'll probably be in jail. Okay? I really hope... I mean, everything I've seen from him, though, he seems like a great guy. 
with Sean McCoy. You know, he seems like he's always doing things for the community. He's doing the kids camps. You know, you never. It's shocking to say so many things. So I'm, you can't judge until we we really know more. I don't want to say anything until we know more. But um, Dolphins too. Uh, what Kenny Stills? I, I've had Kenny Stills as my breakout player for three seasons now. Um, is Kenny Stills is he even on Miami? He's got to be. It's, I think it's got to be Devontae Parker, Kenny Stills. I don't even know who the wideouts are. But it doesn't matter because the Patriots are taking the division. The only time they're going to lose is when they go down and they play the Dolphins. Dude, that was my favorite thing last year was when Jay Cutler just destroyed the Patriots. It's like the guy doesn't show up to play until Tom Brady comes to town. He's got to light up that Marlboro Red, throw on the helmet, and just play the game of his life, and then go back to doing absolutely nothing. The guy's got a TV show with his like girlfriend now. I don't even know what it's called. But he's exactly who I thought he was on that TV show. He's exactly that. But yeah, this is my prediction. It, it's going to be Patriots and Green Bay, and I want Green Bay to take this whole thing. And I have no hate for him. I have no hate for him. When you grow up watching number four, Brett Favre, Favre, you know, would you watch that guy? He get, he got me into football watching someone that great. I had no animosity against Green Bay. My dad, though, he was, you know, he's a Detroit fan. He's from Detroit, but I... I wasn't a Detroit fan. Megatron, cool. Stafford, dude, sorry. Greatest comebacks, you know, but close the game. You're not a leader. You can't close out the game. Uh, You know how to get paid, though. You and Brock Osweiler probably have the same agent. But I have nothing against Green Bay, and I really want to see him succeed. And I think this is going to be the year. This is going to be the year. As long as he doesn't break his clavicle. Does it does just stay healthy, Rogers? We don't need any of that Brett Hundley stuff. When he had more rushing yards than passing yards, it was like week thirteen last year. Embarrassing, dude. I mean, how could you have so much pride and be so? You're in Lambo. Oh my god! How how is he even the backup? You get Brock Osweiler as a backup over there. I would do better, man. So I've, I would say, you know, Brett Favre, definitely a player that got me into football. Uh, I was a huge Minnesota Vikings fan when I was a kid because Randy Moss, Dante Culpepper. You know, look at my phone. I keep getting these. I, I don't know why. I was bored and I downloaded this app. It was called Daily Scratchers. And, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's like digital scratch-off tickets. I've won $2. I have not claimed it yet. Because after the IRS, after the fucking bankers take their share, I'm going to have nothing. I'm going to have nothing. I'm going to have like a buck seventy-five. No, I no, I would have less than that. I have like a dollar thirty-five. You know, that's that's they're the true slave owners, these bankers, man. And you never know. You could be driving in your car right next to you. Some fucking banker. I mean, these. I think I've talked. I mean, I, I continue to talk about this, what they're doing with interest rates. 
what they're doing with the student loan. I taught whoever thought slavery would turn to debt, unpayable debt. Hey, kids, you know what? We're going to take a college assessment test. It's your seniors. You're about to go into the big world. And you know what? You could be anything. You could be a president. You could fight for our country. You could be a lawyer. You could be a doctor. And then you just send all these kids out with loans that are like 25% interest. They don't have jobs. They're having to do internships and not get paid. They finally graduate. They got $40,000 in debt or more. I mean, that's a, that is a, see, that's the great thing about doing a podcast by yourself, you know, is you're always right because you have no one to debate you. But let's see, average student loan debt. Let's see. Okay, millennials. Sweet Jesus. Over 44 million Americans collectively hold nearly $1.5 trillion in student debt. That roughly means one in four American adults are paying off student loans. When they graduate, the average student loan borrower has $37,172 in student loans. A $20,000 increase from 13 years ago. Wow. I was close, $40,000. With interest rates that are just, you know, you're going to stick at that. $1.5 trillion, dude. And a $20,000 increase in just, that's, you, you sit there and you tell me that's not slavery. To where now every waking second of your life, okay, is spent pushing that wall back that's just closing in on you. Why do you, now, now you, why do you think people are all hopped up on anxiety pills and depression medication? Because they can't live their life. Oh yeah, we've always been talking about taking that trip out to the Caribbean. You know, once we pay off the this next $60,000. Oh, let's not forget our mortgage and our car payment and our insurance. You know? So all our tax dollars can go to someone sitting in a probation office filing uh, three hours of paperwork for some kid who got caught with two grams of marijuana. What the fuck, dude? Seriously? I honestly think I should just change this podcast name to Seriously. Okay? Because that's how I feel half the time when I'm doing this thing now. Yeah, I don't know what people's beef is with Folgers Coffee, dude. I'm telling you, it is. I I don't get it. I would think I have a pretty damn good palate. I've officially rated and tasted like 900 wines. I don't know how many beers, but I mean, I I, I trained my palate. And then when people, oh, Folgers is shit, really? Boone's Farm, huh? So when you go to H-E-B... What do, what do you get? Menage a trois. Tastes like cotton candy and black cherries. Gives you sulfite shits. You know? These fucking people. Every, this, and this, is, this has to go with the people who consume food because they're human beings and now they think they're professionals on some level. 
they're they're, they're James Beard food critics now. <laughs> you know, when 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 mac and cheese and shells is gourmet. Oh, that probably is gourmet when you're paying back all these damn loans, man. Forty fucking thousand dollars, and then job market. You're oversaturated. Everyone's got a bachelor degree, dude. What's what's a bachelor degree worth now? High school degree's not worth anything now. Bachelor degree's just about as much. Nothing. Nothing. What? So you could start a job at if you're lucky, sixty thousand dollars a year. But you're gonna need experience that you can't get until you get the job. Like it, 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 it makes me sad. I'm depressed when I have so many intelligent, wonderful friends. I went to a high school where all the kids were definitely out of my league. How I got in, I don't know. We were actually rated 64th in the nation when I was a senior. I took a bunch of AP dual credit classes, and I'm a dope, okay? How I passed and graduated from that place, I don't know. But I went to school with geniuses, literally people that were solving formulas for NASA, okay? We were doing big things. And then when we got 64th in the nation, you know what they did? They gave us little tiny things of bluebell ice cream. Not even with real spoons, like a little ladle, like a tongue compressor. Congratulations. Congratulations, kids, for uh, having the highest um, post-high school uh, college acceptance rate and GPA and dual credit and blah, 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 blah. Here is literally a quarter ounce of vanilla bluebell ice cream provided from the cafeteria at Taft. Kagunk. And I saw all these geniuses, man go to great schools and universities and then they all graduated and then they all moved back home with their parents with 60 plus thousand dollars in debt that was just growing at 18 percent a month sad some were reaching out to me asking me for if i get them jobs because i i stuck to what i stuck to what was tangible not i mean if you if you listen to this podcast you go back to episode one. You know the story of my family and the Italian restaurants and the whole restaurant industry. If you listen to the episode of my brother where we talk about the industry, we grew up in it. But I knew, I knew where the money was at. It was cash. Get the cash before they're phasing it out, anyways. The Federal Reserve, they're phasing it all out. But uh, I, I wanted to get the cash, and I knew I could get my TBC and start serving tables. Eventually, start slinging hooch and get straight to the money. Where I walk out with that money and not wait for it on a check. You know, working some hourly job with the guy next to me, dude, who has who has absolutely no push or will or drive, right? And I'm supposed to get I'm supposed to be getting paid the same amount of him. Nah. Put me in an environment where I'm where I can hustle and I'll outwork and out and out bank. I'm getting the bag. I'm backing up the Brinks truck. I'm sealing the bag. And I'm, I'm taking it home. And I'm counting that real ass money, dude. Applied for my first serving job when I was 17. I was going to turn 18 two days later. Got the job at 17. Got my TABC on my birthday. Started my job second day after my birthday. 
18 years old. Hit the ground, running, son. And that that hustle art form has been lost. Okay. So when you have friends though coming back in town, and they're like, you know, man, they need they need help. You know, I I, I did well in the industry. Now, you know, I'm kind of. I work in a very prestigious place now and I can kind of not kick my feet up and relax, but it's, I don't have to grind and hustle as hard as I used to working super late, but Hey, I was making, you know, good bank bartending 40, $50,000 a year, cash money, dude. It was nice. Some of my friends, they were just getting offered internships and I'm like, dude, how I just, the American can't, the American can't live you can't live unless you make 15 bucks an hour, and that's just getting by. Screw $40,000 in student loans. So that's why I'm saying, fuck these bankers, dude. Dude, fuck. And, man, the guy I met at AT&T in the store, this guy is so awesome. I think he followed me on uh, Instagram and everything. Um, he was so awesome working for AT&T, but the company itself... It's kind of like, I think he knows he's dancing with the devil, you know? At least he was honest. Every, at least the texts and the people, not not who I'm getting sent to in India, not who I'm talking to over the phone, who doesn't give two shits, but like the actual people in the streets, the people you communicate with who work for AT&T, they know. They always do like the little asterisk, like, well, just coming from a human-to-human point of view, I would do Spectrum for 14 bucks. Okay, cool. Thanks, bro. Your honesty is why I'm going to at least keep the phone service. Okay? Okay. I've been having fun doing these. Uh, I'm getting better, I feel like, when I'm I'm having uh, guests on. And I want to do more, definitely. So that's, that's, uh, that's in the plan. I kind of want to just do, you know, a solo to keep you all updated what's going on with me and then... You know, we'll get the we'll get another guest. I, I really want to have uh, Jordan on again, though, because that was that was one hell of a podcast. Um, I have a, I'm going to start doing I think it's going to be called the happy hours. We might drop them on Sundays. So they're going to be episodes where I'm going to have local bartenders um, and psalms and just it's going to be the industry episode. So people in the food industry will have a voice. Um, I, I spoke with one of my friends, bartender. Uh, extraordinaire knows the industry inside and out. Uh, Miss Cambria, if you know Cambria, she bartends locally. Um, I think she might be my first for Domcast Happy Hour episode one. And we're gonna sit down and we're gonna talk about favorite cocktails, uh, favorite customers, favorite regulars, worst experiences, uh, just the crazy things being a bartender is. An extremely interesting job where you are kind of like a therapist. You're, you hear everything. Um, you got to know a little bit about everything too. I mean, one part of being a bartender is it's not making drinks. It's about knowing what's going on. Let's say in politics, you got to know what's going on because someone at the bar is going to be talking about it. You got to chime in. You got to know about sports. You know, especially if you're a guy. If you if you don't have tits. Being a bartender is a little bit harder because, you know, guys aren't just going to sit there and listen to your little nothings. You know, um, as a guy, you have to have some kind of factual. You got to sit there and be like, 
Well, Eli Manning said he couldn't take his eyes off Saquon Barkley's legs. So what do you think? You think uh, his rookie year, you think he's going to break 1,300 yards? I, I think he could. He could hit 13 scrimmage. I'll put a shot on it. I'll put a shot on it. And you make these empty beer bets. <laughs> it is what it is. It, you, you, you paid to talk. It's fun. You meet a lot of great people. You meet a lot of shitty people. It's almost like the ultimate test in like uh, human behavior studies. Yeah, I could probably get a degree in that anywhere. Just walk in. I'll take the final. Yeah. I, I, not really. Come on now. Come on now, guys. Come on now. So what are we at? Oh, for, 48 minutes. Oh, and dude, we're getting advertisement. Um, I'm going to have some advertisement. I got Gamefly coming up with your first month free. So next episode, you'll be able to hear it. First month free with with the code DOMCAST. We'll get that out next week, though. I'll give you all the details. So if you like video games and you listen to the podcast, I'm hooking you up. And you're going to get your first month of Gamefly for free. Okay? And it's a perfect time, too. Because a lot of good summer games are coming out. They like to drop them around this time, you know? And so we're taking this back down to our football. Like I'm saying... uh, I'm going Green Bay. I'm going Patriots. I'm saying it now at the end of July. I'm calling it. Um, Biggest upsets are going to be the Raiders in the AFC and Seahawks in the NFC. But Packers are going to take it. But, oh, man, Minnesota's team. Minnesota's team is scary. Stefan Diggs is a beast. Kyle Rudolph is a beast. That team's just scary. So that's a defense you want to draft pretty high as well. Um, and if y'all have any questions about or uh, recommendations for people that you would like to hear on, um, shoot them my way. If you're a bartender, you're one of my homies, bartenders, you want to, you want to get down on Domcast Happy Hour, uh, we'll be dropping that soon. Soon. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the ratings, dude. And our first review coming from uh, user AD123. Uh, title of the review. Title of the review is Dope. And the review, five stars, says it's dope. AD sign 1988. Thank you for that review, sir. That is the first review. It is detailed, and I believe it encompasses everything about this podcast. It's dope. So thank you so much. Really, the purpose of this podcast hopefully makes you feel smarter, okay? So by the end of this, you go, thank God I'll, I'll be able to pay off my student loans one day because this is the guy in the job market I'm competing against. <laughs> Oh, man. And, uh, God, y'all stay cool. It's been a fun one. And uh, if you want to throw in your picks, you want to get your predictions in uh, for football this year, send them to me. Send them to me. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, dude. Good riddance. Give a public announcement. Give a speech. You're a coward, okay? You're a coward. I'm embarrassed you even you were a spur. You know, I wish we could take that ring back, to be honest. You're a coward. I understand social anxiety. Okay, whatever. But give a speech. You have a city that 
embraced and loved you. I love what Pop's doing, sending him up north. He's just sent. It's like Game of Thrones. He's sending him to the wall. Like what Arnold Schwarzenegger, the Batman, chill out. Hey Kawhi, chill out. Okay, chill out. Good fucking riddance. See you in L.A. in the next couple of years. Over that team, too. This is why I really do not want to talk about NBA. I love talking about sports, but I really do not like talking about the NBA. And if you're still listening to this, uh, God bless you. Okay? But I think it's going to wrap it up for this week, y'all. Um, I'm going to start that happy hour one. Hopefully, I get my girl Cambria in here. It should be fun. We're going to hear a part two with Jordan. We're going to have Bobby on here. Um, and you know what? Hopefully... We'll get that third mic, and we're going to take this podcast to the next motherfucking level. Okay, guys? Keep listening. Keep downloading. Keep keep leaving your ratings. Tell your friends, dude. And uh, uh, and some of your friends, a lot of people surprisingly don't understand that if you have an iPhone, it comes with a podcast app. So use it. It's free. And make sure you tune in next week so you can get the code, so you can get Gamefly your first month free okay if you like video games get on it son all right i'll talk to y'all next week stay black one love 9-11 quite possibly was an inside job okay actually i really i don't know dude i don't want to get into it's at the end of the podcast i can't get into conspiracies okay to, to, to think the most inefficient program the, the United States government, how inefficient it is to have that many people keep their mouths shut. I, it's hard to believe. If the moon landing was fake, how could you keep that many people quiet that long? Okay. Uh, they, all right. It's already the end of this thing. Y'all enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you for listening. Talk to you later. Uh, goodbye, Mr. Sheffield. Like.